Welcome to Karma Radio. My name's Chizzy Rascal, and each week I release a new episode of Karma Radio to our SoundCloud page, featuring some of the best UK talent in the alternative rock scene, plus interviews with the musicians themselves. I've edited these episodes so that we can upload the interviews to Spotify, but if you want to listen to the full thing, including the tracks chosen by our guests and play it out on the show, then head over to our SoundCloud page by searching Karma Radio. You can also download the SoundCloud app and give us a follow so that you never miss an episode. However, if you're stuck for time and just want to hear some of the stories from our guests, you can listen to this section of the show right now on Spotify. You're listening to Karma Radio. My guest today is James from Go Audio. James, how you doing, mate? Thank you. How are you? Signal went a bit there. Yeah, all good. Thanks, mate. I'm quite happy to be talking to you today. From a fan's perspective, I was a big fan of the band back in 2009, and I missed seeing you live when you played O2 Academy Bristol. From a fan's perspective, it's really cool to be talking to you today, and I'm sort of glad the band are back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'm sorry you missed that show. Yeah, I think we, we played Bristol a few times. It was always a, it was always a good gig, but... Um... Oh, that's a shame. Well, I mean, you know, hopefully if we do another show at some point, you can definitely come along. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get into that in a moment's time. So um, let's talk about what happened with the band back in 2009 then. At the time, what sort of caused the band to break up, if you're comfortable talking about that, of course? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's fine. Um, well, I mean, we'd been going from, like me, Josh and Zach started the band in probably 2005, um, and then Andy, the drummer, joined shortly afterwards. And we got signed in 2006, um, released our main first single in 2008. And I think we finished in October. I think our last show actually was, was it? Yes, I think it was, was it the 17th of October 2009? So literally to the, to the, to the day, not, not too, um, not too far. But yeah, we just, um, without kind of radio, which we weren't really getting a lot of play, um, we we had our single made up storage, which made the upfront playlist on Radio One. Yeah, um, but we were still kind of selling out Academy Ones across the UK, which was unheard of at the time. And you got bands which were on the B list and A list of Radio One who weren't doing that. Um, but to kind of take it to that next level, um, we needed um, Radio One, which we weren't really getting. The record label Epic at the time, major label, you know, they want to kind of see, you know, record sales, not ticket sales. Yeah. So, you know, if we kind of around now, I think it'd be a lot different with streaming because, you know, it's kind of the, the power is in the people's hands, essentially. But yeah, so we didn't really get a lot of radio playing. We were kind of, our last show was Shepherd's Bush Empire. And I think we just felt it was a, a good time to kind of end it on a high. And, you know, Josh kind of went into production and had some tracks on. One Direction album. He's just done a single with Tiesto, and Andy went into management, and Zach was doing his thing with um, digital marketing. So we all kind of just went off to do our different things. I started a band with Dan Heatherton from Elliot Minor and Satoshi, who was from um, Saving Amy. Uh, we were called the Dead Famous, and yeah, we you know we did a few shows, sold at the um, Camden Barfly, which is now the Camden Assembly. Uh, got a deal in the states, and it, it kind of just didn't work out. So um, all in all, I mean, we're all, we're all obviously still friends in the band, and we still chat. And um, I think yeah, we just kind of felt. I think lockdown made it a bit. We were just people had a lot more time on their hands than they normally would, and we just thought, well, we've got a lot of songs which are just sitting on a hard drive. We may as well kind of um, upload them and, and let people hear them. And you know, the response has been brilliant. 
Yeah, I've seen a lot of like from sort of like the emo Twitter era and stuff. A lot of people have been like, "Holy shit!" Like it's 2020 and Go Audio are putting out new music. Yeah, yeah. A few as people much, said we, we've uh, saved the year, which is obviously yeah, quite flattering. <laughs> as much as this year has been chaotically shit, um, there's been some good things to come out of it because. Like you said, you were, you know, you've had more time to sit at home and think about what you want to be doing. And I've seen other bands do it where they've had content from previous projects or anything. They're like, let's just put yeah. this out, you know, which is what we need. I mean, we're, there's no shows going on. We need content in different ways. Yeah, like like I say, like when we were around back in 2008, it was you know, it was MySpace. Facebook was kind of just taking off. Um, and, it, and to release music, it was I think it was a lot harder to do. Like now you can literally just upload anything and well, not anything, but load music <laughs> and um, let the world hear it. And uh, yeah, it's great. So that's kind of what we've been doing. And me and Andy, the drummer, have been kind of doing the socials and working on that. And yeah, the, the response has been brilliant so far. So that was She Left Me by Go Audio, and we're back with James. So I've got some uh, questions then about the band. You mentioned you've been releasing content this year, which was all previously recorded, unreleased material. Yeah. And you've obviously mentioned you've got a good relationship still with the members of the band. So is this going to be a reunion? Are you, have you decided that you want to record new music, tour again? Is there anything in the pipeline that we Yeah, can- well, when we set out, it, it, was, it was genuinely just the case of let's do something with these songs because they're just sitting there. Yeah. Um, but obviously the response has been fantastic. Uh, it's slightly annoying that obviously MySpace isn't as popping as it was back yeah. in 2008. Um, so we're kind of just starting again on social media. So we've got a new Instagram, um, which is Go Audio Band. Um, we've got a new Facebook, which is at Go Audio. And the same as our Twitter, um, which is at Go Audio. Um, so we're just kind of trying to be as active as possible on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, because of the reaction, we have spoke about it and, you know, when COVID's over and lockdown, um, you know, we definitely wouldn't rule out a, a live show if the demand was there. That's it. Put a smile on my face that I'm like, yes, can yeah. <laughs> relive the, the failed memories of 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> yeah. When you guys were around, I was quite young, so I don't know all the, everything about the members, but is it all the original members that you're all still in contact with? Yeah. I, I, I speak to all of them. Yeah. So Andy, he lives on the Isle of Wight. Um, he does music management. Josh Wilkinson, he's a producer and writer. Like I say, he's had some quite big, big cuts um, with like um, One Direction, um, Tiesto. That's as big as it gets band. though when you say One Direction. Yeah, five seconds of summer. Yeah. Quite, quite a lot there. Um, Zach Wilkinson, who's Josh's brother, who um, started off in the band and left because he hurt his knee. And that's when Nick Sang took over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zach Wilkinson, he's still doing kind of digital marketing. We used to call him the business head in the band and that's not changed. Yeah. Um, you I, need I, one I, of those in every, every yeah, band has yeah. their, uh, you've got the one who knows absolutely nothing of what's going on, but knows what time he's yeah, going on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, like he was the one that was kind of constantly picking up the phone and kind of getting us seen prior yeah. to anything really happening. No, so yeah, the guitarist who took over from Zach, Nick Sang, yeah, still speak to him. He's he's still doing his music and session work, and he's got his own kind of project out now called Amber Lake. So you should check check them out. They're really good. And yes, yeah, since the band ended, um, I did the Dead Famous for a short period of time. 
And then I started scouting for like Capital Records and then started my own management company. And yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing ever since working with up and coming artists and kind of trying to get them their break. Yeah. So you've never you've never taken a step out of the music scene, really, although you might not have been, you know, the face this, you know, like, you know, you've not got music videos being played. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not. Yeah, you're, you're sort of behind the scenes, still very. Active yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, every, every single every single member stayed in the music industry in some kind of capacity which has been nice. Um, so, you know, whenever we do chat, it's always, we've always kind of got stuff, common ground at all, about what we've been up to and stuff like that. And, you know, just worked with a few of my artists production wise, um, same with kind of Zach doing his marketing stuff. So yeah, it's, it's good. And uh, we're, we're all still here. So. so whenever I get guests on the show, we always talk about the artists that inspired them to become musicians or the sound of the projects they're working on and obviously it's a bit different here because you've yeah. not you've not recorded anything new for a good 10 years or so so this could be this is a good chance on the show to get a different take so around the time yeah. if you can remember what would you say was the biggest inspiration for either just starting go audio or the sound of the band well my, my dad's always been in bands growing up and, and when he used to perform in the interval i used to get up and play guitar and, and sing and stuff in like in the working men's club so that's kind of my first taste my sister sings and my, my family's quite musical but I, I was massively into oasis and and i saw them a bunch of times obviously before they split up and i'm not sure if i'll ever ever get back together which is terrible but one can hope and stereophonics so it's kind of more that brit pop yeah era and then i started working with josh and he was very much kind of influenced by american pop punk um, we kind of fused the two and you know like to the stars still you know listen to like jimmy Eat world and you know lead america album and futures and band of horses yeah all american rejects as well at that time was big for me i really liked how tyson ritter carried himself on stage and him as a front man that was kind of big for me so yeah just just a lot of accumulation of different things which it was just a natural thing for me really i just kind of fell into doing it there was always that comparison, I think, with Go Audio, and I think that's where, amongst the bands that were big around the time that you know Go Audio were around, you did fit into the scene of the Kerrang era of bands. But you, you know, you got the radio play amongst the, especially at that time, like the Killers and yeah, the Britpop rock bands that were coming forward, yeah. like the big festival yeah, headliners. I, I think, you were very much in between those two. Yeah, I, I think we definitely kind of fitted in between genres and whether that's a, a good thing or bad thing i mean some would argue that you know we, we were never a kerrang band so kerrang wouldn't feature us a lot and we were never we, we weren't poppy enough for radio one at that time because it's changed a lot now you know i think that you know it, people aren't you know they're, they're not as bothered by internet in your face pop music yeah i think a lot you know our songs were pop music but we had guitars and, and played and our influences were like I said, Jimmy Eat World, All American Rejects and whatever else. Um, so it, it was kind of difficult to fit into audiences, but when you came to our shows, it was predominantly people from the emo rock crowd. Yeah. Um, but you know, in the same breath, we, we used to get you know, parents bringing their kids who also enjoyed the music and music was never offensive do you know what yeah, I mean? so exactly. it's kind of something which i think parents used to approve of to a certain extent but you know even since we've put new music up like the messages we've been getting obviously a lot of people have got older but we've, we've got people's parents messaging saying oh i took my daughter 
to watch you back in 2009 and now I'm a fan and you know I want to I want to buy some merch and I want to do this so, yeah. so that's that's always good to hear that's got to be a great feeling is what you're saying as well about like the the difference in music now to then yeah you kind of you fitted in between two sort of genres of music that are doing really well and it should be a good thing that you can appeal to both crowds but maybe back then it didn't work as well but I think now people are so much yeah. more open-minded that you don't just get you don't just get people that like I like rock music and that's all I'll listen to it, there is yeah and I suppose that is the biggest benefit of the streaming world that we live in now that you that we are open to so much more content obviously the it comes with the issues of not being able to pay artists and there's the struggles there as well but of course in terms of just I reaching mean, apart, an audience apart from kind of um, playlists on Spotify and Apple Music and whatever it, it is in the audience's hands of you know what kind of what becomes popular and what doesn't whereas back in the day it was someone in a suit the head of radio one who maybe took a disliking to a certain artist which maybe then you wouldn't get the exposure that you needed yeah um so that's that's really refreshing it's slightly frustrated that it wasn't around back then <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah it, it's, it's fantastic for now and obviously it's been really good for us to release new music yeah we've talked a lot already then about a question i was going to ask which i was going to say to you what do you notice is the biggest difference from you know the era where you were making new music and to now where you're yeah. sort of not starting up again but like you've mentioned you have had to make new socials because the, the platforms that yeah you well, kind of you kind of be then. starting again you know if, if you look at no, our socials back then were extremely like active and popular on it and the fact that we're you know our peak maybe selling two and a half thousand to three thousand and i do academy ones you know if that was kind of mirrored today you know socially would probably be in the hundreds of thousands of followers and stuff that so although we're releasing new music i feel at the moment we've only kind of scratched the surface of the fan base that we did have that are aware that we're kind of back releasing music again so you know things like your radio show will hopefully spread the word and get people yeah. listening. And um, yeah, absolutely. So like we've said that you, all the content you've released so far has all been music that's been stored on a hard drive for a while. Yeah. Personally, I think the, the next big step, this is just coming from a fan's perspective as well. Yeah. I think the next big step will be if there's a new song recorded, I think that's when more people will be like, holy fucking shit, you know, they're back. Okay. Well, well, so, I can give you an exclusive. Well, I can yes. give you an exclusive. There, there, there is one. Yeah, so that's what I was building up for. You know what I was doing. <laughs> so you've been, so yeah, you've there, been writing then during the during lockdown yeah. during this year. Yes. Yeah. And what what sort yeah, so, of stage so, so, are we so at? We, we, so so we thought we'll we'll get the ones out that we've had lying around and just get them out. And then, I mean, again, no one expected this lockdown and COVID to go on for so long. Um, and I think, you know, we, we thought oh, well, towards the end of the year, we'll maybe put out some brand new music, like brand, brand new music. Yeah. Um, but I think the way it's going, we'll probably continue doing some of the stuff that we um, demoed before. Uh, and then maybe January, February, we'll put out something which is brand new. Yeah, that's cool. That's exciting. Little uh, Karma Radio exclusive, new Go Audio coming soon. Yeah, yeah. I think you're being sensible with waiting as well, because to wait until, you know, this year's, problems have blown over um, yeah, so yeah, you can hopefully. just come back i think that is the best way to do it i think you're you're yeah. very you can tell you've still been in the music industry because you know what you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah oh, thank you <laughs> so with the new music you're going to want to be doing live shows as well but i'm just going to safely assume nothing's really been penciled in because every like, I, I work as a promoter as well and every show yeah. that i've got booked in at the moment it's like 
is this going ahead or not? So it's quite a risky. Yeah, well, do, but... yeah, kind of the same with me doing management. Like the artists, you know, they all had festival slots this summer, headline shows. You know, we've had to reschedule them. Probably, I think we're at the fourth time of asking now to so reschedule a date. Yeah, and we're at April. We're at April next year for something in. Um, so it keeps changing, and you know, we've been fortunate enough with the artists that I work with. We've been doing live streams um, and, and certain things like that. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, from when we were back in 2008 and nine, you know, I still speak to the agents and the promoters that we worked with back then just from kind of being in the industry now. And they've all said, well, you know, if you, you guys ever want to do some shows, let me know and we'll kind of help. So that's, that's definitely something we'll look into. Yeah. But yeah. I, realistically, I think, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't like to ask guess of when it would be because no, no one knows when all yeah, this will no. be over. But I've I got think, shows um, that I've not even announced yet, and I'm already getting the venues going. Do you want to schedule in a second potential? Yeah, day? yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, it's hard, but we've got to keep it's going. So annoying. Yeah. Absolutely. What artists have you have you been working with then? So I've been working with a guy called Zach Said, who's kind of um, R and B, hip hop, soul, pop. Um, it's Z-A-C-H-S-A-I-D. Um, so I've been working with him and kind of got a couple of deals. And yeah, he's, he's been doing really well and getting Spotify playlists and supporting like Anderson Pack and oh, nice. like, hu- huge artists like that. I've got a, a pop guy called John, John Buckley, who's originally from Cornwall. Yeah, he, he's really exciting. And um, yeah, there's just lots of different ones kind of over the years like Eldervine who you know signed to Warners Echo Tape um, Sophie and the Giants and just a few different things that I've kind of looked at and yeah it's, it's exciting it's, it's different you know it's um, when I first kind of stopped doing music it was slightly weird but I, I, I'd be lying if I said I missed it because I didn't really I kind of had that happen and then it was a bit of a change for me to kind of move on and do other things and it's quite refreshing but you know it's always interesting and you know i had a desk in capital records which was exciting because like sam smith used to come in and you know with his oscar and it was just you know <laughs> but it was always an exciting time and, and and thing to work there but yeah it's um it's, it's all good cool well we'll wrap this up then because uh it is a sunday and i want to let you enjoy the rest of your day no it's all but, good man it's yeah great to wanna, talk. yeah i just want to yeah again thank you for coming on and being so sort of open and honest with us yeah no problem i've sort of teased to a few friends that i'm doing this interview normally i don't reveal who's coming on the show until the day but i'm in a group chat and i sort of mentioned like oh I'm chatting go audio on the sunday and everyone's like holy shit no way <laughs> so um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, been, I've been really yeah, excited for this one and yeah we'll uh, we'll have to catch up next year then when you've got new music we'll get you back on and um yeah if you want a bristol show as well hit me up yeah man yeah. I'll, I'll hit you up get get the local promoter and you can you can finally come to a gig yeah nice oh that that yeah, be like, you great. Know, missing out on the show yeah. all these years ago and then if the next one would be like one that i put on that would just be uh that yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> but yeah thanks for um thanks for having me on and uh you know supporting the band still and uh yeah who knows who knows what will happen yeah cool right well we'll end on a song now and i'm gonna because we haven't really normally we do like a spin the wheel talk some categories but because i wanted to get more into the the story of the band we kind of left that aside today so i'm gonna let you pull a wild card now and you can pick any song any genre for any reason for me to play on the radio and that's how we'll sort of end this interview let's play Jimmy Eat World yeah 
and work. Nice. I was going to say twenty. I was going to say twenty-three, but let's go work. Yeah, nice. I don't. I don't yeah. play as enough Jimmy Eat World on the show. I loved their last album. I can't remember if it was this year or last year, but so good. Yeah, like without fail. When I used to kind of be going and getting on the tube, and I used to put my earphones in, and I used to just. I don't. Each time I used to listen to work as I was leaving for work to go <laughs> do the music with the band. Yeah, nice. 